It's the time of year when we're all thinking about goals and priorities. Now is the time to plan your next trip. Whatever kind of travel fills you up, whether it's lounging on the beach, connecting with family and friends, or going on a foreign adventure, Expedia has the tools you need to plan a great trip. Download the Expedia app or visit Expedia.com to start planning. You do need to be a OneKey member to use price tracking. Signing up is easy and free. Expedia, made to travel. Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. I'm Oprah Winfrey. Welcome to Super Soul Conversations, the podcast. I believe that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is time. Taking time to be more fully present. Your journey to become more inspired and connected to the deeper world around us starts right now. Well, if you're the kind of person who has high expectations of what your life should be, you may also find yourself disappointed when things don't go your way. Maybe you're holding a grudge or holding on to a painful relationship that needs to end, or you're having problems moving on after the death of someone close to you. Well, when you feel frustrated and angry because you can't steer your life in the direction you want your life to go, you have to let go. I so believe in this surrendering, letting go. It is a principle that rules my life, knowing when to surrender. Gary Zukov also believes in this principle. And he says that when you refuse to accept what is happening in your life, you refuse to accept what is happening, that you really are robbing yourself of peace and happiness. Now, Gary, as you all know, is the author of one of my favorite books of all time, The Seed of the Soul and Soul Stories. And he says, surrendering is the key to letting go, moving on, and creating a better life. You know, it's really difficult to get some people to understand that surrender doesn't mean giving up. No, it does not mean giving up. And in fact, surrender means accepting your life. Mm -hmm. We're talking about the goal of spiritual development. We're talking about the means of spiritual development. And we are talking about the fulfillment of a powerful human life on the earth. This starts and ends with accepting your life as it is. And that means without resisting it. Mm -hmm. To resist your life means that you say to yourself, I wish that my life were other than it is. Mm -hmm. I wish that I were not experiencing what I am. I wish that this other person in my life were not as he or she is. Well, lots of people do wish that, Gary. Yes. The question is, shall we still be wishing it at the moment of our death? You can change that now as you hear the words on this show. In other words, this is the beginning of a great venture if you have mm -hmm. not considered it before. Yeah, I, I know. Accepting I love, your life. I love this principle. It's really difficult to understand, too, because I think a lot of people say, okay, accept your life as it is. So I shouldn't even try. I shouldn't work hard. I shouldn't be ambitious. I shouldn't be driven. I should just accept my life as it is. That's a contradiction to the mind. You understand? Yes, it appears to be a paradox. Yes. But 
the, par the apparent paradox is this. To change your life, you must accept your life. Correct. You must accept your life in order to change your life. For example, if you are at home raising three children and all of them are crying at the same time and you have to finish the clothes and you have to cook dinner and you have to have the house clean and you're not sure that you have enough money for the rent and all of this is combining to make you feel overwhelmed and stressed and in panic. Accepting your life means stepping into it at that moment looking at your circumstances as they are because they're not going to change in that moment, accepting what you are feeling and then moving forward in your life rather than trying to make your decisions from a position of overwhelm and panic isn't and it, fear. Isn't it also like accepting the things you cannot change, changing the things that you can and having the wisdom to know the difference? So I see it as doing your, your best work, being your most excellent self, giving it everything that you can and then surrendering that to the flow of your life, surrendering that to a higher thing than you are. Exactly. Yeah. You do not... So it's knowing what you can do and absolutely having the wisdom to know what you can't do. Yes, it is. Now, yes. you do not release your responsibility for who Correct. you are in the world. That's why I say you have to do everything you can do and then release it. Yes. Now, accepting your emotions and accepting your experience is still the most difficult thing that most people... That's right, because most people be are disconnected from their feelings, so they can't accept their emotion. That's right. Okay. And so what we will look at again and again is your feelings, and beneath this is this fundamental idea. Your life is valuable. Everything that you feel is valuable. valuable. It all has meaning. Correct. And as you resist your life, you resist the power of your life, and you resist the value of your experience. Right. Don't go anywhere. More to come after this short break. No two travelers are exactly alike, and that means no two trips should be either. Texas' vast landscape of cultures, regions, destinations, and activities allow for an infinite number of different travel experiences. Are you a beach person? Well, you'll be having fun under the sun with Texas' 350 miles of coastline. If you're more of a rugged vacation type, there are campgrounds, hiking trails, and state parks galore. And foodies can't get enough of Texas' world-famous barbecue and Tex-Mex. Enjoy live music, visit internationally recognized art museums, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. And now, Travel Texas offers a one-of-a-kind online trip builder that allows users to generate a custom, visually-led trip matched to their unique interests. Visit TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. That's TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn. Macy's Mother's Day gift guide has the perfect gift to make mom feel special. Shop by price, like 25 and under to 100 and under. Category, like fragrance, handbags, and more. Or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything. Gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted and for grandma. Get top gifts like Dolce & Gabbana Devotion, Eau de Parfum, Coach Floral Printed Leather Cassie Crossbody Bag, and Le Creuset Shallot Dutch Oven. Shop at Macy's.com slash gift finder. Now let's meet Susan. She has been struggling to move on after her marriage to the man of her dreams ended eight years ago. And ever since, she's been haunted by feelings of betrayal and continues to refuse to trust anyone in her life. Maybe you'll see yourself in Susan. When I was 24, I married the man of my dreams, my knight in shining armor. We get married and everything seems to be fine. And I just have this feeling that 
something wasn't right. About 10 years into the marriage, I discovered that we were very different people from each other, and he was living a separate life. One day in my own home, I found what he never wanted me to find. I found magazines and books that did not pertain to our lifestyle as a married couple, and it really, really frightened me. I felt very, very betrayed. My husband had very different sexual expectations than what we had in the marriage. He had some infidelities. My life changed dramatically. I didn't know who I was. I had lost my identity. And I was living with a stranger. And I didn't know what to do. I waited for the shock to subside, which took about two years. And we started divorce proceedings. That was that. It was over. I had become very cynical and very gruff in the way I approach people. And it's a way to keep them at arm's length so that they can't hurt me. I live a very cloistered life. I don't venture out. I come in and I close the door. I'm fearful of everything. I'm fearful to date. I'm fearful to socialize. I'm afraid of being betrayed again. On a daily basis, I'm joyless. There just isn't any happiness. I don't know why I was betrayed. I didn't deserve it. I know I'm supposed to let go. And it's, it's odd, I've let go of him but I can't let go of what happened. Well, Gary has an exercise to help Susan learn how to begin to surrender so that she can move on. Gary says that surrendering is not what most people think. It does not mean giving up. It means acceptance so you can begin to create a more powerful life for yourself. But understand, surrendering does not mean letting go of your responsibility. Gary says you must do your part. Only you have the power to change the direction of your life. Susan, may I speak with you for a moment? I want to... I would appreciate it if you would tell me, when is the first time you suspected that something was wrong? The day before we were married. The day before you were married? Yes. And how long and were you married? <clears throat> 22 years. 22 years. Okay. And then, when was the next time that you had a strong feeling that something was wrong? About two years later. And between the first time and two years later, did you have other feelings that something might be wrong? Yes. Every once in a while, something would come up, and it just didn't make sense to me. And then, when was it that you found the closet in the, with the books in them? Uh, we'd been married about 15 years. And then how long after uh, did you get divorced? Um, eight years, seven years. We don't have much time together except on this show. So I want to go straight to the heart of the matter. Your intuitional system is excellent. It informed you the day before you were married that something was wrong. It continued to inform you until two years later you knew that something was wrong. And it continued to inform you until 
10 or 12 years or 13 years later, you found a closet full of books that confirmed how much something was wrong. And then after two years of being in shock, you continued to be in this marriage for a longer period of time. Not paying attention to what you were feeling was resisting your life. It was not accepting your life. And because you didn't accept your life, in that first moment, you created almost a quarter of a century of pain for yourself. There's a story that I love. It's about a man who's on a boat that begins to sink, a sailing boat. And was, as water comes over the deck, another sailing boat approaches. And the man says, go away. God will save me. But the boat continues to sink. And then he's standing on top of the cabin. And a fishing boat arrives. And the man says, go away. God will save me. And his boat continues to sink until nothing but the mast is, the top of the mast is above water. And he's clinging to it. And a Coast Guard cutter arrives. And the man says, go away. God will save me. And then the boat sinks, and he drowns. And when he awakens in heaven, he goes to God angrily and says, I put all of my faith in you, and you did nothing for me. You let me down. You betrayed me. And God says, I did not. I sent you a sailing boat, a fishing boat, and a Coast Guard cutter. The day before your marriage, you knew that something was wrong. Mm -hmm. That was a sailing boat. Two years later, you knew something was wrong even more strongly. That was the fishing boat. When you found the closet, that was the Coast Guard cutter. And then you sank. Resisting what you knew and what you feel is not accepting your life. Your life had power in it, and your life does have power in it. You did not accept what your life gave you, but you can accept what your life gives you now. You may not understand all of it, but you can hold the thought that it is valuable, that it is meaningful, that it carries information, and that the universe is compassionate and wise, and that is why you are having the experiences that you are. Can you see? Yes, I can see it, and I, and I can hear you. It's very hard to realize it on the inside. It is very hard. The pain is real. The pain is real. So I have an exercise to suggest for you. And this is one that I also suggest for all of the people who are watching, because it can be used by many. Whenever you feel yourself saying, yes, but... In other words, I say to you, you have a life before you. You have potential. And it's up to you to step into that potential. And you say, yes, but he deceived me. And I say, you have joy and happiness waiting for you if you choose to create it. And you say, yes, but he knew he was lying to me. And I point out to you that this is a compassionate universe. And you say, yes, but. Every time you feel the impulse to say, yes, but change that to now what? However, between the time that you say yes but and catch yourself and the time you say now what, do two things. Number one, stop. Stop what you are doing. And number two, feel. Feel. And then say to yourself, now what? The pain is still there. 
but you are aware, and you are aware of the value of your life, and you say in that context, now what? Then you do that. I can do that. Will you do that? I will do that. I have to do that. <clears throat> you have to do that if you want the life that you feel is calling to you. And I do feel a life calling to me. I just can't get to it so far. You can get to it. Yes, but. Now what? Now what? This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank. Some things should be boring, like banking. Boring is safe and reliable. You don't want your bank to be entertaining. Entertaining is for podcasts with inspiring celebrity guests, not banks. PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is the service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Inc. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Gary says you can think about the idea of surrender this way. If someone is in the water and they become panicked, they begin to sink, and the more they feel themselves sinking, the more they panic and thrash and begin to drown. But when you stop thrashing, you can start to swim, and that's what it means to surrender. You can stop thrashing, accept your life, and begin creating a more powerful existence right now. So Gary Zukov is here, and we're talking today about the power of surrendering. He says when you feel burdened by the pain of anything, of, of a divorce, of the death of a loved one, or an unfulfilled expectation, surrendering is the key to your freedom. Now meet Harriet, because she is finding it really nearly impossible to move past the death of her father two years ago. During his last days, his Alzheimer's disease progressed in a horrifying way. Many of you right now are dealing with family members with Alzheimer's, so you know how horrifying that can be and troubling and disturbing. Harriet says she is still tormented by what happened and fears that her father died hating her. My father died on February 18, 1999, of complications from Alzheimer's disease. I had to put my father in a nursing home and it was terribly difficult for me. He didn't realize he was dying and he became very belligerent and very harmful not only to himself but to others, but especially to me. He had to be restrained and 
that made me feel terrible. My father was very angry with me. He told me that I was not his child because no child of his would ever treat him that way. He punched me. He tried to strangle me. He would grab my arms so hard that I would feel like he was going to break them. My father told me that he hated me. I knew that he loved me. But to hear him actually express that to me was devastating. It was a very surreal experience to have a man that I loved and who was so gentle with me as a child to be physically violent with me to the point where I was afraid for my life. And it hurt me so terribly, not physically, just emotionally as well. When I was growing up, my father was perfect to me. He always had time for me, no matter how busy he was. He played softball with me. I considered myself to be daddy's little girl. I don't think I could have done more in the last month that he was alive. I probably could have done more while he was still alive, but I did the best I could do. My feelings of guilt have prevented me from surrendering and accepting my father's death. I used to be very self-sufficient, very self-assured, and my self-esteem is basically non-existent. And I know I'm a good person, but I wonder if I really am, just because of the things my father said to me. Since the death of my father, I have nightmares almost every night. I do believe that I'm punishing myself by not allowing myself to surrender to the grief and the loss of my father. Surrendering would be accepting my father's death, even if it meant that he did mean the things that he said. Logically, I know that it was the disease talking to me when he would tell me he hated me or that he wanted to kill me. But in my heart, I feel like he truly meant those things. And it's been devastating because I can't rationalize it. So Gary suggested Harriet surrender the idea of how things should have been and understand her father was a multi-dimensional person who did feel anger and hostility as well as love. As you move into the power of your life, you begin to appreciate the power of the lives of others. Those two happen together. And if you cannot appreciate the power of your father's life, you cannot appreciate the power of your own. And this is the position that you're in now. I have a suggestion. And I suggest it not only to you, but to all of the people who are watching us. And that is open to the possibility that all of your experiences and all of your emotions are for a reason. And that reason is your spiritual growth. In other words, say to yourself, I open to the possibility that all of my experiences, including my emotions, have a reason. And that reason is my spiritual growth. Now that's the context that I offer. In that context, would you be willing to do an experiment with me? Absolutely. Thank you. This experiment is designed 
to help you feel and appreciate what you feel. So what I would, uh, am going to do is say to you some of the things that you have said to us in your piece. And when I say them, as I say them one at a time, feel what you are feeling. Because everything that I say is going to bring up emotions. And even if you feel an impulse to jump from the chair and say, but that's not right, or justify, or explain, don't do it. Stay with what you are feeling. Because the purpose is not to say that what I am going to share with you is true or not true in your experience, even though you've shared that it is. It is only to elicit emotions. That is the only reason. And your only job is to feel those emotions. All right? Yes. So I'd suggest you close your eyes to shut off the distraction of the cameras and the lights. Your father is dead. Now say to yourself, I accept these emotions that I am feeling. Your father hit you. Now say to yourself silently, I accept these emotions that I'm feeling. Your father tried to kill you. And say to yourself silently, I accept that I am feeling these emotions. Your father loved you. Now say to yourself, I accept that I am feeling these emotions. And now open your eyes. Come back here. Those emotions are important. As you shift your attention outside of yourself and onto your external circumstances, you shift your attention away from your emotions. As you shift them onto your father and what you, and what you think your father would have wanted you to feel and do and say, you shift your attention away from what is happening inside of yourself. And what is happening inside of yourself is extremely important. Your father was a complex man and his life was as challenging and as complex as your own. He was not the single-dimensional black-and-white image of an all-caring, patient father. He was that for you, but he was much more. And as you begin to look at his life, you'll see the signs of stress, just as you can see them in your own life. He was a soul with his own challenges. He was a soul with his own challenges. Mm -hmm. And as you say to yourself, it wasn't really my father, it was the disease that caused him to do those things. You ignore the power of your life, and that is resisting your life. It was your father. He was complex. If you look at the condition known as Alzheimer's, apart from the medical context, and consider it as mm, an emergence, a relaxation of boundaries and limitations, that allow the expression and the experience of energies that were held in place and not allowed expression or experience during a lifetime so that an individual can begin to experience in consciousness the fullness of who he or she is, the rage, the anger, the hatred, the love, the compassion, the tenderness, the brutality. Then you can understand this circumstance beyond how it is examined and studied by medical science. And you can appreciate your father. And as you appreciate your father, you will appreciate yourself. It's not 
the experience of your father's last days with you that are preventing you from moving forward in your life. It is your experience and the experience that your father shared with you in your last days that are giving you the tools to break free at last so that you can begin to walk in strength and clarity and balance. And this is something that you can take advantage of. If you do not take advantage of it, that is resisting your life. That is resisting the emotions that you feel, resisting the circumstances that the universe has given to you. You see, Harriet? Yes. Yeah. Begin to see. Begin to see. Begin to see. Gary says it sounds like a paradox, but it is not. Only by accepting your life can you change it. That means only by surrendering can you begin to change your own life. I love the principle of surrender, and I think so much of what causes people disappointment, pain, and despair is the expectation that they have held in their mind. Her expectation of the idealized father is what's hanging her up more than what really what was. If you look at what it, what it really is, except what it really is, you don't get all hung up on what you wished it should have been. You, that's what you're saying. Accept yes, it what is. it is. Your emotions and Harriet's emotions were telling her what is. What is. And by resisting them, she resisted what is. Right. I would like to share with the audience something that's important to me to say. We are speaking now about the most important thing that you will do in your life as you move toward your own fulfillment, and that is to accept your own life. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, because your show is so powerful and the intention behind it is so good, people, I suspect, some anyway, will watch the show hoping that you or a guest will say something that will give them what you call a light bulb moment mm -hmm. that will change their lives, their lives so that they won't have to do it. It may be that in watching a show, an Oprah show, or in watching this one, you will receive or have a moment of illumination. It's aha. Aha. But aha means have, aha, I now must do something. Aha. That is exactly right. Correct. If you have a moment of illumination, you will know it because in that moment, you will see your experiences from a different perspective. Absolutely. And from that different perspective, you will see what you need to do to move forward into health and into your own fulfillment. Use what you see when the light goes on. Mm -hmm. No one else can do that for you. That is your job. Why not accept what your life is giving you now? If you see something that needs to be done or changed in your life, no matter how small, experiment with changing it. That is accepting your life. If you say to yourself, no, I can't possibly do that because it would, yes, but, then you are resisting your life. If you resist your life, you resist what you can learn from it. You resist what you can gain from it. Your life is powerful. Your life is worthy. You are worthy. You are valuable. Accept that. I'm Oprah Winfrey, and you've been listening to Super Soul Conversations, the podcast. You can follow Super Soul on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another Super Soul Conversation. Thank you for listening.
Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.